Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Just fighting down, baby. Per capita export value. Libraries. Minister, are you embarrassed by your behavior today? There's, there's a lot of bleeding hearts around. Do you have the fortitude or the gold ass to stand up and come across here and say that to me, you son of a bitch? Just watch me. He certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker, when he st- I saw him stick his tongue out. Contemptuous disregard. More than a slab of bacon talking here. The disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The word was F-A-R-T. Hello and welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring, where me, Reese, a Welsh immigrant, introduces Jesse. Hello. Uh, him to Canadian politics and he hates it. So here we are. <laughs> Everything you need to know about a show in roughly 11 seconds. <laughs> You're quite the salesman, Reese. Thank you very much. <laughs> so good. You're so, so good. Yeah. <laughs> You you were on another podcast. You you've uh, you're an adulterous host. I was on a, <laughs> I I was on another podcast. My my buddy Patrick from We Live on a Planet. I love that show. It's uh What's Patrick got that I don't, Jesse. I'm joking. Uh, a soothing voice and a nice demeanor. Fine, <laughs> fuck you. Right. <laughs> you know what Patrick doesn't say to me. I'm what's not soothing about me, you prick. <laughs> 
Anyway. Patrick helped me out when I first got into podcasting, when I had uh, had my own podcast before this one. And uh, he had me on his show and he was helping me with the ropes and whatnot. And he's got a great show. It's, it's just like he, he calls it a personal journal. No, he calls it a variety show. Uh, personal, a personal journal with a variety show flair. There it is. I got Perfect. it. Which is exactly what it is. He talks about his, his life and he talks about, he, you know, you'll learn some facts from the fact site and he does the word of the day. It's just fun stuff. But he's got this voice that's like a deep CBC radio narrator announcer voice that's like, if you're really stressed out, just like, just listening to him talk about like how, when Smarties were invented is like very relaxing. Oh. That's cool. Uh, anyway, go check it out. It's called We Live on a Planet. And I am on episode 542, Radio Mylar, which is my my other online name is Radio Mylar. So We Live yeah. on a Planet, Radio Mylar. There you go. Yeah. We, we got go. some other news. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the love. We, had some, we asked for reviews and, and, and uh, the we universe got delivered. Yeah. Thank you, guys. You, you guys are fucking awesome. You rock. Reese, you want to read them? Uh, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I screenshot of them and I sent them to you and uh, and then I, I imagine you did a backflip. Um, there was two of them that came through. One said, come one, come all. This pod's on fire. That was by that Matt, was great. Matt, Matt the Matterhorn. Um, and the and other one is? Jerome123. Yeah. Jerome123 said, what did I just listen to? Which sounds like... Sounds like he's angry. Yeah. yeah. But then five stars. <laughs> What did I just listen to? Yeah. Five stars. So this must be one of the most entertaining political podcasts I've listened to. I, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it sounds like Why we're not? Like rubbing ourselves we, off. No, we said that if you leave us a review, oh, okay. we might read it on okay, our well podcast. This is for you, not me. Um, interesting <laughs> historical context and discussions of ideas accompanied with a wonderful sense of humor makes it a, makes for a great way to spend 20 minutes. Thank you. Yeah, it was very um, well thought out. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. So we appreciate it. It makes it all worth it. So... If you cut, if you're not willing to pay for the Patreon, is nice. At least you could do is leave a nice review. So, <laughs> that's uh, ego Patreon. That so. was really nice. Look at look at yeah. us. We ask for stuff and it happens. Oh, nice. I know it was great. It was really right? nice. Yeah. Call to action and people did actions. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> what you got for me today, Reese? Um, let's just jump right into the fucking shit let's do it oh i don't know what have i got let me let me look at my uh episode bag hang on a second um no nothing, nothing good's happened to be honest i'm joking um i've got <laughs> see everyone <laughs> have you ever heard of operation fish ah now i just feel like you're making that up operation fish like uh... The, the person who names these operations could have come up with something better than that. So that's just a lazy title. Well, you don't know what they did. So it's easy to say it's a lazy title. You don't know what they actually did. You might go on. Oh, that's clever. All right. All right. Wow me, Reese. <laughs> <laughs> actually, some of the operation names they come up with are quite funny. I love the ones that are really obvious what they're doing. Um, but anyway, Operation Fish is, is an interesting one. Um, so during World War II, it was the largest movement of wealth in history. So it was the evacuation of British wealth from the UK to Canada. Okay. What? So the largest transfer of wealth from the UK to Canada. During so just World like luggage full of gold bricks or something? Exactly. That's exactly what it was. So 
I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, World War II before, but it was, it, it was a time when um, most of Europe had been invaded and the Battle of Britain was going on. America wasn't involved. And it looked like it looked like Hitler was going to invade the UK and there was nothing that was going to stop him. So um, at the time, there was the UK had a plan for evacuating a lot of stuff in case, in case they did come in so they could keep fighting from Canada. Okay. So I'm, I'm hearing your dog in the background. Is she she's okay? She's being naughty. I think she needs a poo. Do, do you need to take a little break? No, it's okay. She's all right. She's she just sat there now. She she moans for a bit. She lies down and then I take her out. She's fine. She just needs to chill out. She was getting into her garbage bins earlier. No, she's okay. She's about mm-hmm. to flop down. She's and she's settled down. There we go. So you like, know her well. I do know her well. <laughs> <laughs> so so obviously like the the british government needed to evacuate a ton of money so if hitler did invade and london fell and the uk was invaded they'd have they could finance fighting back with all their cash reserves so operation fish was the big kind of movement of it but before that a lot of co- convoys had been running between um the uk and uh and kind of north america with uh gold cash and uh gold and cash sorry just to purchase weapons from the americans largely um but they they needed to to kind of ramp it up a little bit so they they needed to move all of this wealth but obviously they needed to do it in the most secret way they possibly could because obviously hitler was like hey do you hear about that gold shipment um they posted it they did a selfie on instagram with all those gold bars (laughs) um so the, oh my god could you imagine instagram back in world war ii I, that's the weird <laughs> thing about what's going on in ukraine though is that is like tiktoks of people stealing tanks and stuff right it's mad it's crazy yeah um so the the improbably named commodore augustus willington shelton agar hold on nope Mm-mm. nope <laughs> you are not just just saying that name and going right past it what Commodore Augustus Willington Sheldon Agar. Sorry, Shelton Agar. I messed it up. So Commodore is a title. Commodore, yeah. Like Doctor. It's a title. No, no, it's like it's like a rank in, in the Navy. It's a Com- rank. Commodore, Commodore Augustus Willington Sheldon Agar. And That's he had a ship. The craziest he, fucking name I've ever heard in my life. Uh and he had he had a ship called HMS. Should we give him a nickname? I'm not gonna remember the whole thing. Uh Commodore Augustus. Uh, I'm gonna call him Commodore 64 which is the old games console. All right, I'm aware. <laughs> Why? Because it's got 64 first 64 names. 64-bit. <laughs> so the Co- Commodore 64 had a ship called HMS Herald, um, Emerald, sorry. Um, and on the 3rd of October, 1939, he dropped anchor in Plymouth, which is one of the main naval hubs in, in, in the UK. Um, mm-hmm. Do you know what? I'm going to have to take it to the toilet. Hang on. Okay. All right, that's fine. Uh, two seconds. I'll be back in a moment. I'm going to leave it run, but I'll be back now. You're going to let me entertain? Actually, no, no. I'm going to pause it. So it's uh, paused. There we are. We're back. I was telling this incredible story the entire time. To yourself. I guess, yeah. I mean, I was talking about how you died and went to heaven and you were bathing in eggnog. <laughs> well, sorry. It wasn't recorded. It wasn't recorded. It was an incredible story. It was very, I was very happy. Oh. I was proud of myself. Oh. I was, I was describing how like we were hearing the sounds of you taking your dog outside, but suddenly we heard the sounds of, like fire trucks and, <laughs> and police sounds and the whole building collapsed. And then we heard like 
what could only be just the sounds of heaven and just like giggling angels and harps and then like race ascends into heaven and then he's like oh shit no i need to finish the podcast i need a microphone and then i'd go back to earth and god's like here you go Reese. and then this golden microphone appears out of like the cloud that you're standing on and you you grab the microphone and and you rip off all your clothes and you step into the eggnog pool wherever all where all the other angels are bathing in fresh eggnog and you wash your sins clean while you finish the episode into the golden microphone I, I, I'm not kidding. This is literally, I was, I, I said it a lot slower than that because I was just trying to think of what to say. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, yeah. a, that was a nice one. Thanks. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, none of this, none of this was being recorded, so it's not going to make the episode. This still isn't being recorded? No, it is being recorded, but oh, this Jesus. doesn't make any sense to people listening. But, uh, well, okay, Reese left to go no, it's like, <laughs> take his dog for shit. And like, and he paused the episode, but I didn't know it was paused, so that he just left the mics running while leaving me to entertain you, our dear audience, for like 10 minutes while he went and, and squeezed oh. his dog's bowels until something came out. Okay, so there we go. Do you want to carry on with the episode? Yeah, sure, let's do it. <laughs> so, so well we're back now my dog's at a dump i washed my hands because i picked it up and i didn't have a bag so oh ah oh, oh. why would you tell co- us that bag okay god it's fine. just so anyway um so Jesus. commodore 64 had arrived in plymouth in hms emerald which was his ship <laughs> and, and he was about to be briefed by rear admiral lancelot holland these are great names <laughs> It's again, this is a rear admiral, a Lancelot Holland. Exactly. Lancelot. Solid name. Um, That's amazing. So, so the Winston, Winston Churchill's government had used their wartime powers and they'd confisca- confiscated um, the, uh, the securities that British people were forced to register at the beginning of the year. So, like, people's investments and things um, were uh, confiscated under secrecy and moved to Scotland. Um, so the HRS Emerald with, um, with Co- Commodore 64 was sent up to collect, <laughs> um, 2 million pounds in, in, um, in gold bars, which is, uh, roughly, um, 112 million pounds by today, today's money. Jesus. Um, and they were going to sail to Halifax, Nova Scotia. All right. So, and this is in gold bullion? Yes. So a railway truck... Uh, the, 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 the message you were sent said a railway truck is expected to be placed alongside each ship at uh, one in the morning. Each truck is expected to contain 148 boxes, each weighing 130 pounds. The total number of boxes is numbered uh, Z298 to Z741 inclusive. Guards are to be put on each truck on arrival at the ship. Embarkation is to commence at 6.30 or as soon as daylight permits. Adequate steps are to be taken for supervision of each box from unloading the truck to stowage and ship. Finally, a receipt is to be forwarded um, to CNC Western approaches on the attached form, some kind of admin. Anyway, so the, the Admiral, um, the Emerald sailed uh, to Nova Scotia with with the gold bullion, and it was heading to Mon. And, and it's a sailing ship. No, it sailed. Even if it's not a sailing ship, they call it, they say it sailed. It was. Oh, okay. Pro- imagine it was probably. De- it moved through the water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> they put the sail. They one of those old wooden ones. They dusted it off. They thought this will be a great idea. So, um, so it, it left with um. They left uh for Montreal, Quebec, um, and 
in in like obviously this was a lot of secrecy and to, to throw people off the crew were fitted with tropical white uniforms to confuse german agents so they thought they were going to go somewhere warm instead of halifax because they were all wearing their tropical gear hold on hold on what kind of ship was this a warship it was a warship yeah yeah it was a warship but they were wearing tri- oh, okay <laughs> all right yeah so there was a bunch of them together hms revenge hms resolution hms enterprise and hms karadic um all dressed all dressed in inappropriate clothing for the weather so so the germans on the horizon they're looking through their telescopes they see these warships we're like we're gonna go oh wait no no never mind they're wearing hawaiian shirts leave them alone like that's that's the thought yeah, they go. Oh, no, they're not going. They're not going to Halifax. Look at that. They got their shorts on. Really? They go. They go. This spring break. That's where they're going. So, uh, and they they hit a massive storm. So uh, they lost their their boats, rafts, and uh, depth charges, wires, and shackles that uh, equipment that were on the um, on the decks. They even lost a, a fairy sea fox, which was a plane. Um, but they made it, and the uh, the all of the um, gold was then transferred over to. Um, so the, the the gold was sent to Ottawa, um, and the securities, the the rest of the money, was sent to the Sun Life Building in Montreal. Oh, they made it! Wow, they did it! They did it! They got over there. So then, well, this is a very anticlimactic story. Oh no, but there's, there's more to there's more to it. There's more. To it. So, so they so kept, they wanted to bring gold from from uh, Britain to Canada, and they did it. The end. Right Hope you enjoyed that story, everyone. <laughs> so, so then what happened is they they then had they they that was just the first they, the first one. So they kept sending more. So eventually, they they kept sailing them over secretly. To the point where they had, um, uh, it was over like thirty-two billion dollars by today's money that they were Jesus secretly sailing across. Okay, that's almost as much as it takes to buy Twitter. I know, not not quite. <laughs> so yeah, Winston Churchill really wanted to buy Twitter, um, so he could kick, so he could kick Hitler off. Did you? I don't know if this is true or not, but just speaking of the whole Elon Musk thing for for a second, apparently, if it's true, Elon Musk told the World Health Organization that if they could come up with uh, an actual budget for and and a plan for for like not curing but like solving world hunger. Elon Musk would give them $6 billion. And they did. They came up with a plan and they came up with a budget and it was a solid plan. And Elon Musk said, fuck you. And he bought Twitter instead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's a good plan, but I, I was lying. I had my fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> right. I had my fingers had my crossed. Fingers crossed my back, so yeah. everyone's fuck them. You know, it's more important than yeah. solving world hunger. Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and although a fuck. lot of people are angry, they go, I'm leaving Twitter now. And I'm like, oh, this. I don't know. Do you, who, yeah, but do, who gives a do you shit? know who was in charge before? Do you know if they were any better or worse? It's like... Right? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So it was, and it wasn't just the UK doing it. There was a Polish, the Polish government was sending their own kind of like gold and treasure away because obviously, you know, Poland was having, suffering a lot during the war was invaded. So the Polish ship um, Batory was loaded with treasure um, and was treasure. Part, it, yeah, just it just says treasure. So I imagine like, I don't know, like cursed, like the Goonies sort of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, like cursed, the cursed gold coins turned into a zombie, that kind of stuff. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the, 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 imagine the Goonies, but um that's so, what I just said, Reese. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a good, it's a good visual. It just imagine. You're stealing my ideas. <laughs> <laughs> or um, Hook. Is there treasure in Hook? I don't know. I don't think there just is, actually. Food that you imagine that becomes real, that looks like it's full of food coloring. Anyway. Are you fucking kidding me? That'd be like the greatest magical or mutant power. <laughs> Imagining like, food. That just appears. Like, seriously? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like all of the food just happens to look like Play-Doh, but I, I mean, it tastes great though. Exactly. So, um, so this Polish ship, this Polish ship was full of Polish treasure and was being escort, ex- escorted by HMS Bonaventure and um, they hit heavy fog um, and the fog was also full of icebergs. So they had to stop and just float in the water. And at the time, I don't know if you know it. Do you know anything about U-boats? Oh, wait, no, that's creepy as fuck. I know. Do you know anything about U-boats? Um... I, I do, uh, amazingly, I, I know that just from a show that I've been editing recently, a television show, uh, there was a small segment on U-boats. Oh, there we go. Where Germany had this big plan to kind of, they're like, we're gonna, we're gonna win this war, really tip the tides by investing uh, a lot of money and time into manufacturing a whole bunch of U-boats, which are essentially submarines from what I understand. Well, it, it literally trans- translates to undersea boot or undersea boat. Right. So, you know, what we know as uh, submarines. A submarine. And, and they... <laughs> they did it, but then <laughs> they were like, at the same time, Americans or maybe Britons, I don't know, the other side came up with anti-Samarine. Yeah, they'd spot a planes and they had depth charges and they would try, go, yeah. try and hunt them back. And they came up with a bunch of technology to... to and it was, it, it turned out to be one of the, one of the biggest failures of the German um, uh, war effort, honestly. Yeah, for a while, though, they were destroying a lot of the convoys and... Um, they had to it, it did it did divert a lot of resources from the allies though because they uh, had to protect the convoys a lot more so they didn't have as many warships to fight so it it, it kind of worked for a little while but yeah uh, oh yeah it worked a bit at the beginning but then yeah. it was very very quickly the tides turned yeah so anyway these ships were there um and then um they were like available the u-boats could get them so they were there for a few days fixing them and they got very lucky so so just these boats in the middle of icebergs ice iceberg fog iceberg and fog how creepy must that have fucking it's been? a great horror film can you imagine like seriously can you picture yeah. being on you're on the deck of this ship carrying treasure there's icebergs and fog all <laughs> it's around insane. you you have been like 
ordered to wear fucking Hawaiian shirts and shorts. <laughs> Having a bob <laughs> must always be roasting uh, meat on a barbecue on the deck. I can't feel my legs. <laughs> But I am wearing this wonderful <laughs> crown. <laughs> so um, they uh, eventually they managed to repair, and they, a few days later they managed to unload the treasure, which is which I find amazing. It's like, but imagine the person waiting for the treasure to arrive. You go, where the fuck are they? <laughs> I still want to know what this treasure was. Um, I'd probably just gold, like. Um, you know, well, um, you know. Terry, we'll Terry's, Terry's chocolate orange, probably three or four of those. <laughs> um, um, yeah. I don't know, maybe, maybe like a Very new important. iPad, that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know those grabber machines that you always lose your money? It's just all that stuff, like 15 of those. <laughs> this is this is what comes to your mind when, untold, when you think of treasures. So but it was really interesting how they then, what happened. So when you transfer that amount of money and securities and wealth, um, like just keeping track of it to make sure that, because imagine if you're the captain of one of those ships, you were like, I've got like, you know, a few million pounds worth of gold. Should we just, should we just sail to, uh, to Australia and just, you know, I don't know, just buy a house? You know, they, they I'm s- sure a lot of the captains were tempted Maybe not the captains, but like that'd be a great a great series though a great idea. Someone for must have been someone must have been tempted to open up the crates and kind of sneak a little something in their pockets. I know, exactly. So they 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 built a there was a specially constructed underground vault, three stories beneath the Sun Life building in in um, Montreal. Okay, um, and the 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 Royal Canadian Mounted Police uh were there around the clock obviously um and they started a rumor that the crown jewels of the united kingdom were stored there um to deliberately make people um think that, well see that's treasure no no but they were like they well they do they were like oh yeah i mean the crown jewels are there but what they don't want them to realize is the billions of pounds worth of wealth was was there too so they they made people think that the reason that there were so many police outside was because they were guarding the crown jewels so it was a complete like you know switch but imagine, if you, oh. imagine if you go in there to to steal a crown and you realize you've just come across billions. You're like, oh, well, this is way better. I could buy a crown. <laughs> could just make a crown. Um, and then, and then they would then they then had uh, five thousand employees working above, and they never knew what was going on. They had no idea. Oh, hold on, five thousand employees. Where in the Sun Life building? And they never suspected that this huge undertaking of wealth and gold just happened and was right beneath them. Wow. And not one crate of the cargo went missing. Holy shit. Um, so this is a success then. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the, the endeavor was a success. And German, uh, the Axis agents of Germany, Italy, and Japan, none of their intelligence ever even clocked it. Historically, looking back at it, they never, never even worked out that that was even happening. So it was like a big success. That's um, wow! Oh, that's cool. And that's high. I mean, it, like, I mean, it doesn't make for doesn't make for a great story. I mean, <laughs> but it's, it's kind of the, but end it's of the story. Neat that yeah, it happened. It's kind of the it's a good ending. <laughs> so, <laughs> so hundreds of accountants and bankers. We wanted to bring gold from from the war effort over to Canada to hide, and we did it. The end. But it's impressive. It's impressive. It was impressive. You hope and everyone died because that's what Jesse wants. I just want a good story. It's a good story. (laughs) So that's a lot. Hundreds of accountants were like hired to catalog everything. Oh Um, wow! 
and yeah, so so none of it was lost. All of it was transferred over, and um, and in the end, um, they won the well. Allies won the war, so it was. It, I think it's. I, I like that story. I All right, I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll I'll give you that, but only if you do another audio drama, the train one. You did a couple audio mini audio dramas for the uh, the Trudeau mysteries and the cocaine what, train. Do you mean like from from amazing. the deck of the the ship, the treasure yes, ship? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, like, I'll, uh, do, I'll do it as a diary entry. Okay, I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. October the twenty eighth, nineteen forty one. We have been stranded in the iceberg fog for a long time. We did see a uh, a ship called the Titanic, so we blew it up. Um, and uh, that was all we had to do. Um, my, my, my legs are, uh, are so cold and my arms are so cold that the, the tropical wear seemed like fun for the first three weeks, but it's been hell for the last three weeks. Um, we've run out of, of, of uh, hot dogs and burgers for the barbecue, and we're now grilling seagulls to keep the grill going to allow the facade to continue. At one point, we thought we saw a U-boat, but it turns out it was just an iceberg shaped like a U-boat, and we were all very scared. Um, I've been wearing my white tropical gear for so long, it is now beige, um, and so is everybody else's. Um, Dave, who has been uh, keeping the barbecue going, has lost seven toes to frostbite. Um, but luckily, we've 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 managed to bejazzle ourselves with treasure to help pass the time. Um, I look fabulous. I have a wonderful pearl necklace, um, the the crown of a prince regent from a uh, bygone Polish empire, and also uh, some some Crocs that are uh, diamante encrusted. Um, it's a wonderful time. So uh, we do spirits are high despite the ongoing challenges of floating in fog and ice uh and and also the fact that we could die at any moment from a new boat torpedo but you know we've we've been singing karaoke um we've been playing <laughs> cards we've uh, <laughs> someone even found an old set of pokemon uh cards for us to play and a uh, a half working mouse trap game that we managed to repair using uh, cutlery from the mess hall and bits of old potato. So uh, uh, we, and Dave severed toes. And Dave severed toes. So uh, we managed to play mousetrap for three hours. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> I, I do hope mother is well. I, I and the children, and I do hope father um, comes back to life soon, despite <coughs> a bomb landing on him. Uh, and you may put him back together very soon. This is a dark time <laughs> for everyone. Um, <laughs> Please send us, uh, please send us more condiments. Uh, we've run out of ketchup for the barbecue. The seagull is is very chewy. So, uh, if there's any mayonnaise or hot sauce that you could send over, that would be great. We hope to be in Halifax very soon. Um, and uh, this is uh, this is this is I'm running out of ink. So, bye. <laughs> how was that? Signed by who? Signed by oh, Commodore sixty four. <laughs> your yours truly your love your commodore commodore 64 p.s p.s <laughs> p.s don't tell anyone about this letter it's secret there <laughs> you go how was that uh, that was great <laughs> uh, remind me of the uh, the journal entry of camp 20 exactly <laughs> it's one of my favorite bits Ever. Oh, so that was Operation Fish. Ah, that was. And that I've was, been Reese Waters. Why is it 
called Operation Fish now that I think about it? I don't know. They're not going to call it Operation Secret Treasure. <laughs> okay, that's a fair point. <laughs> did you know that um, the, the FBI, the FBI did a an operation where they would um, it's Operation Secret Treasure. <laughs> the the op, I think the CIA did a um, a secret operation in the sixties using LSD and drugging people with prostitutes, um, and they called it Operation Midnight Climax. <laughs> Oh, that's which is that's uh, funny. Yeah, very obviously <laughs> named. So anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, Operation Secret Treasure is what we'll call the episode. Oh, that was interesting. I wouldn't call it uh, one of your crazier episodes, but it was interesting, and uh, and and I learned something. So, Good. Yeah. So there you go. What would you count as a crazy episode? Uh, the Pig War of of eighteen fifty nine. Yeah, that was crazy. Right. <laughs> that was that was fucking a crazy. fun nightmare. <laughs> Let's yeah, yeah. Call to action. Uh, call to action. Oh, um, uh, we did we did Patreon last time. Let's do uh, more reviews, please. Oh yeah, and if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, uh, and it's and it's funny or nice enough, we'll we'll probably read it on our show. Yeah, like we did last time. So thank you all who who will go and and rate our show and leave a review. Genuinely helps. It actually like it helps boost us in the ranks and and whatnot. So people can make, more people can hear us. Also, second call to action is the same thing I said at the beginning of the show. Please go check out me on Patrick's podcast. We live on a planet. It's episode five hundred and forty two. Radio Mylar. That's me. Uh, it was a fun show, and you'll get to hear more of my melodious voice. Yeah, nobody you can do that right now. Nobody asked me to be on their podcast. <laughs> That's because you're Welsh, and they're racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welsh people are allowed to be on podcasts. If you got a podcast, you want me to be on your podcast is better than Jesse's, then let me know. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> <laughs> you've really opened up a can of worms now, Reese. <laughs> So, cool. Well, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go because uh, my dog wants to go home and have his food. Okay. I'm there. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. Yay. Yeah. So I don't so know. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack. 
for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it, no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 